Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Your openness about your your mental health. First of all, thank you. It's the brutal honesty is like, it's so amazing to be able to relate to someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like you've gotten really, because we're comics and we're so, do not think like normal people, that this community, in a way, has been really embraced. It has embraced you, don't you think? Yeah, it's awesome. I love comedians. I love comedy. And even, I would, I'm would, i sure they're the people who, who don't enjoy my stylings. No. Find them, you know, that, that I know that they're different, um, or some people consider different echelons or right. styles of comedy or whatever. Right. It's a I, sense of humor. It's a sense like yeah. you like it or you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I, I totally get that. And, um, uh, but I love the community cause it does seem like just an open mic. Right. Oh my God. It's my favorite nine hours of three minute 
timed segments of people shouting their worldview into a largely disinterested coffee house. (laughs) Oh, it doesn't get better than that. I just, uh, yeah, and always so gracious. And some of the people like who seem the toughest are so um, gentle and generous, generous. Yeah, and warm. And and, yeah, because people have been through the worst. Right. Like anybody who's done comedy has bomb terribly beyond right. their wildest dreams. And then that's not even the worst thing that's happened to them in life. You right, know, right, that's right. just like, and they can handle that because they've been through, been humiliated so many times before. Right. <laughs> so in 2010, you had, would you say you had a nervous breakdown? Yes. Yes. A mental uh, breakdown. I had often had uh, a psychiatrist say, Hey, maybe you should try a mood stabilizer hey, you seem to be talking a little too fast. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. They call me, they call me the rambler. I got to keep going. Then all my dreams kind of came true in terms of, say, we'll buy a house. I, right. In, in Southern California, what? I was doing a, a commercial campaign that I enjoyed doing. The Target? Yeah, Target. I was touring yeah. and things just mentally um, got worse. Uh, I just really was starting to, yeah, I wasn't maintaining at all. Like Right, um, unraveling. Yeah, yeah, unraveling. And I tried to get it together. Like, I tried to go, you know what? I'm just going to go into Las Encinas for 72 hours and nip this in the butt. Right, Take right. Take care of it, no problems. I remember talking to some friends. I'm like, no, I've got Chicago booked for show, four shows the next week. I'm going on a new medication. Right. I'm going to do the responsible thing. Go inside the Husco. And then I'll be out in time for a Delta flight at 6 a.m. Anyways, so that's when. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's, my Lord. You uh, know, it's so funny that, uh, well, not funny, but I mean, so you have everything and you're like, wait, was it that it wasn't fulfilling to you or that it was, it was, were you disassociated with it or think, was it? No, have you had, have <laughs> you had a, a breakdown? Have you have a breakdown? Yes, or? I had a breakdown. Oh my God. 2010. So uh, that's why. Um, so I had this nervous breakdown and I woke up. I had just done my one woman show and it was really about my whole life and how all I ever wanted to be was on a sitcom. And the show's about, you know, the, the Judy show, My Life is a Sitcom, is how I dreamed. Like I wanted to be it, it, at, growing up with the Partridge family and the Brady Bunch and all them and go live with Mary Tyler Moore. And then when I got older, I thought, oh, I'm definitely going to be on a sitcom. And it sort of goes through my whole career of me pitching a sitcom. And everyone's like, no, they don't want to see a gay family, gay, gay, no, no, no. Anyway, I do this show and it it did really well. And I wake up the day after we're done. I was in Washington, D.C. and I couldn't talk. I could not talk. I said to Elisa, there's something wrong. And I had a complete and utter, but she's a therapist, thank God, and kept me out of the hospital. But I'm dying to know what, when you go in the hospital, what is it like? Well, it is terrible um, in terms of, I mean, if you've ever been into a hospital for, for health care, yes. I got to say, um, I've been in some cancer wards uh, and for babies, right. et cetera. Very pleasant, uh, very positive. A lot of uh, floral printed uh, scrubs. Mm-hmm. In psych ward, uh, it's always a little dingy. I went to a, I actually, uh, turned out it was a psych ward that was not covered by insurance. Whoops. Oh, good. And, but it, I thought it was fancy as to the, um, 
uh, gaslighting uh, advertising they had on their Right. Website at Las Encinas Hospital Pasadena, California. They do not have a pool, nor are they doing regular oh, yoga classes, nice. nor are they having all the groups, all the. Right. No, 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 You fucking there, liars. There are tater tots. There are a lot of tater tots. There's a big screen TV playing Ultimate Fighting Championships, and there are several broken puzzles. Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hilarious part was getting in there and finding out, yeah, my, they didn't take my insurance. So they asked for cash up front. No, they didn't. Yes, which is a sign of media, spending irrational amounts of money on something you may know, Wait, not. Did you go uh, to an ATM or have to write a check? No, or? I wrote a check. I brought my checkbook. So I think I, I wrote a check for about, I think it was three $3,000 for the 72-hour stay. Wow. And, um, and then the psychiatrist there didn't take insurance either. So before I saw him, and his name was Dr. Pills, he said, uh, please write me, uh, you have to write a check for $450, which I had to get from the nurse's stations. I did get my right. purse, which is through bulletproof was, glass. But you were just like, I can't, I have to do this. I have to do this, right? Ugh. Well, and I felt like, okay, I was kind of handling it um, and thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to feel better. And he, during the session, and this is uh, one of my jokes, is that, he actually Googled me during the session. Oh, yeah, and, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and then knowing that I was a comedian, he put me on a mood, a mood stabilizer whose prim- primary uh, side effects are cognitive, making it difficult to think or talk. Right. And then I went to Chicago for what oh, was going for to be four gig. shows. Yeah. And, and they then found you on the street. I could not. Well, I, I didn't. You I, called, I just kind of called. lost. Yeah, right. I lost. I lost all my stuff while I was walking the streets. I was trying to go through my act, rehearse my act, and I couldn't get any words out. And um, so finally I I came back to the hotel and I just called my mother and um, she said, uh, honey, just go to, go to the airport, go to Delta, tell them you are your priority and you are gold medallion. And, um, and so it came to pass and I was <clears throat> upgraded, but uh, yeah, just had to cancel had the shows to leave. and, yeah. and paid them um, for the cancellation and right. for the week of shows that I had canceled. Uh, uh, I believe it was Austin. I had to, um, needed to pay that club because they were cancellation at the last minute. So. Did you ever go back to those clubs? Uh, I think the one in Chicago either changed hands right. or, but I, yeah, I did not go back. And then, uh, the one in uh, Cap City, I believe is still around. Yeah. Right. They, and I, I got, they were very, my, my manager, Bruce was so nice, but he was like, oh yes, I have another client who's bipolar. So just call me when you're out. Um, oh. lovely. Yeah. And the uh, club owners are really nice. So was that the first time you'd like checked yourself in? Yes. Yes. And, I've and been to psych wards before to visit friends and, and family, but not, right. um, not myself. And did um, you go by yourself? I, my friend Amy dropped me off. And, oh, I love Amy. What's yeah. Amy? Is Amy Jewish? No, she is oh, not. Shit. Um, uh, this is the longest uh, from Huntington This is the Beach. longest I have gone without ringing my Jew bell. <laughs> I just want you to know. I have a Jew bell, and it's own. Was Bruce Jewish? You, a Jewish bike, uh, I believe, by uh, uh, ethnicity culture. Uh, my Bruce. mother, an honorary member of Hadassah. No, I love your mother. 
Yes. Yes. I love her. And the director of my last special, Jewish Rob Cohen. Oh my God, I can't. I, I went to Jewish nursery school. No, you didn't. Shalom. Uh, Shabbat it, it, Shalom. You did not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so you grew up around Jews? Yes. The few that there were in um, uh, Duluth. So excited. I did my best. Um, oh, did you ever go to a bar about mitzvah? Oh, yes. That was the first time I got drunk. Oh, that's uh, so great. It was an open that. bar and they kept feeding me screwdrivers. And then I was poured into the back of my parents' uh, station wagon. <laughs> And they were like, what do these Jews do? What the (laughs) hell is this? Um, (laughs) Is what I kept screaming out the back window. um, You know, Elisa kept me out of the fucking psych ward. And I am dying to know. So you walk in. Are they are they gentle and nice or or is it like, well, let's get in. There's nothing going on. Nothing going on. Uh, there's TV on. Uh, people are smoking around a, uh, an orange cigarette bucket. There's mm-hmm. absolutely nothing going on. Um, they may have. Then I went to a second one at Glendale Adventist Medical Center, uh, and which is run by the Seventh Day Adventists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventists, shout out for vegetarians. And um, that one was slightly more organized. Like they would have groups all day, but the groups. Were, I mean, nobody's functioning. You so know, are like, you sitting like those, what, like on your show, like you're sitting around a table and is that you know, sort of. Well, and that was the, the thing that I actually had a problem with on my own show. I said, nothing is happening. Like right. I actually don't want uh, the show to portray this as if people are chit chatting, right. making vision boards, right. like nothing. Like I was crouched in a corner because uh, there was so much energy in my legs. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and like, so. Yeah, I just I think that can be um, misleading that at least all the places I've been have been, you know, they're just a holding tank that you won't kill yourself. Right. Or, or kill other people, uh, presumably. I was in the psych ward with another comic. Uh, no! The third time I went in, which is like, she wrote a memoir about it, so I don't want to, I mean, to, I, now, of course, I'm losing her name in my, in my memory, but... Um, so funny. And she was manic at the time. So um, having a great time. And, well, wait, uh, were the two of you, did you go, were you like, hey, oh my God, what are you doing here? No, I was head down again, crouched in a Really? Corner. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, no, I was not functioning. You couldn't, and, and nothing. Yeah, I remember no, that. No. I remember sitting in my apartment and I remember thinking if, and I had two kids, I couldn't make their lunch. I was um, like, I can't make your lunch. And I remember- thinking if someone told me right now to go to the corner and get a carton of milk, I could, I was terrified, terrified. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. It And is it's so chemical. Like it's so fucking, and I always, do you have the, do you constantly think, Oh my God, I don't want this to happen again. Like it's, I have a lot of the worrying about recurrence. Recurrence. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that is a hard one because I, I think about it and I go, gosh, because my sort of depression, which was kind of like a, for me, you know, felt like unbearable razor's edge, right. uh, darkness visible, et cetera. It's all been described in literature much better than I can. And uh, <laughs> night falls fast. Um, it was so bad that I, I don't ever want to make promises to myself that right. um, because it, 
I don't know. I just, I feel like there should be a lot more empathy for people who commit suicide that you just have no right. idea how long yeah. somebody's been going through something and, oh, hang in there. Like, no, 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 no. Like, no, you don't understand just- like the depth. Like I remember thinking, I know why people commit. I got yes. to the point. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this is why people kill themselves because they feel like this. Yeah. That it's, it's, and, and if that goes on for years of time, and I'm not no way encouraging anybody to commit suicide, but I think you just understand. Yeah. You you just go, it's painful and it's not about you. Like people think. It's not about you at all. Yeah. Do you think there's been more suicides lately or that we're just talking about them more? Because every time I get on Twitter, it's like 26 year old, 29 year old, 32 year old, 34. And you know. It's weird, and I don't know if it's because we're talking about it more or because I don't it's know. That's a more. great question because I think yeah, you know, the news cycle and social media is so immediate and fast and repetitive that it's like things that you'd never hear about right. or you'd hear about in spurts before and then take it in emotionally right. are suddenly just c- c- constant. Um, yeah. That they're in, and mixed together, everything's mixed together. Yeah. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Serena Williams has, she has migraines. Right. Someone's killed themselves. Right. Oh my God. You know, like, <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, like there's just so much um, information out there. But yeah, my husband and I are, are both on the bipolar. I uh, love your, all right. First of all, were people, in, you know, your, your friends in the business, did you lose any friends or did you get any weirdness from any of them? Because, I you love know, that. Not that I know of. Not right. that I know of. And, and if if I did lose a job, if I do lose jobs because, you know, I've got a tremor or I'm, you know, I'm older, you know, I'm 50. It's I'm like, 57. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, am I, so, what are we going to do? Right. Like, There's nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah. And and I, I do believe or I would like to believe in that, you know, my greatest weakness is my greatest strength. Like, right. somebody's going to need a shaky 50-year-old. Right. And guess what? And I'm going to be top of that list. That's right. Someone's <laughs> going to need a gigantic 57-year-old Jewish lesbian, and I'm on the top of that list. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. <laughs> Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, 
the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. The article you wrote in the New York Times was, first of all, it was so beautifully written. And the fact that that what really got me was when you said uh, you found real hope in the psych ward. uh, You found the real hope in the psych ward that you could get married. Because all the people in the psych ward had people visiting them who were their partners. And so you and the fact that you just broke it down and said, oh, they are loved like that is so basic. It's just the most beautiful thing. That article was the most beautifully written um, and that you knew just by seeing these people dedicated to their partners that you had something else to look forward to? Would you, or? Well, yeah, that there's a possibility out there. Cause I remember actually right before I went into the hospital, the guy I was dating broke up with me and he, and one of the things he had was a belief that his mom had gotten to, to a hospital because she had been suicidal later in life in the, in her sixties. And he had said, I was so angry at her. And I was just like, what? Take care. But but well, he broke up with me. But the point is, is uh, like I was just like, oh no, you know, here's because he seemed kind of like the perfect person, you know, perfect person, and they're like, um, he actually he was Jewish, and uh, and he was a writer. Oh god. Oh god. And perfect, perfect, perfect. But not not into me. Fair enough. Um, But then yeah, to go into the hospital and just meet all these people and also in the outpatient program who yeah had families kids uh who came to visit them as, and love them unconditionally and, and love them i'm just like oh what am i what am i waiting for there's got to be somebody out there yeah and turns out there was less than two miles from my home scott marvel cassidy um, who, who he went to go visit his mom when she had bipolar in the hospital and she had grown a little beard and oh my he, god this story is i love it go ahead <laughs> And, he, and they and, can't uh, have sharp he, objects. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah, you can't have sharp objects. Um, yeah, so he said, if you ever go in the hospital, I'll come in and shave your beard. Oh, my God. That is the most romantic. I wrote that down. Most romantic thing ever. I'll come and shave your beard. That is the most romantic that you know? Because I'm oh, constantly telling my kids, listen, when I'm laying in my own shit and you're in at the Hebrew Home for the Aged, you you have to fuck it. I'm not kidding. No, it's very it's, important. No, people don't realize how important it is. No, it is flipping powder, flipping powder. That's what all of everybody wants near the end. That's right. Um, um, I'm trying to do it for my mom. Um, I, she won't let me powder her as much as I want. Um, oh, oh, I like to powder. I did then, with my mother. I used to go in 
And I used to say, she would have like, and I'm like, ma, you know, you're like the rabbi. What's the sermon this weekend? I used to, every time she had too much hair, I was like, so what's the Torah portion this weekend? Um, Are you the cantor? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, I read that Jonathan Winters helped you as well. Yes. Uh, well, and, I had a, yeah, I had a dear friend who was very close friends with him. And I was very, very afraid of going back to performing just felt, I mean, just like when you lost your brain or your mind, it feels like everybody knows or somehow like you've changed in some way. Um, and so, um, yeah, my friend got him on the phone and said what the situation was and and all he said, which was just really nice. He goes, well, you got to shrink. And I said, uh, yes, I do have a, a psychiatrist. And he says, well, then you just keep going, and which is so true. And uh, it is no true. Choice, but uh, but, but it's so interesting because his characters were so specific too. You know, like yours are so fucking specific, which is what makes them so real and great. Oh, they're so fucking uh, great! Thanks. Shut up. Thanks. Thank you so much. Well, my husband and I now because we've learned more. We've been together six years, yeah. and. We both realized that at the age of 10, we started to, uh, both of us, he's from Philadelphia, me from Duluth, he uh, started to kind of like uh, comfort ourselves with longing for death, uh, mm-hmm. suicidal ideation. It's a clock eater. And uh, yeah, so that's something I think we still both do it. It's right, like, right. a bad day. And I was like, hey, what were you thinking about earlier? And he said, what were you thinking about earlier? Right. No, nothing good. Um, so that's why we have signed... Uh, contracts that we have uh, signed by our, our couples therapist, Carol Grisham, uh, that we will not commit suicide. Uh, oh, that's good. <laughs> you can't commit suicide. <laughs> uh, it's in a chip clip, magnetic chip clip on our I love it. Come over. Oh, I want to come over. Okay. You, <laughs> all right. You did this thing called flooding. I find that fascinating. Oh, yes. Do you have any phobias or fears? Um, I don't, I did, I did go to cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. Um, because I have intrusive thoughts and all this shit. So, oh. but that, that, I thought the flooding was so fucking fascinating mm. and that you told, it totally worked. Yeah. Like immediately it was, uh, so you take a fear, right? You take your fear now. Okay. So let's say it's, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Let's say, uh, you, you think, uh, uh, when you're eating baby carrots, you're, um, giving fellatio to the baby Jesus and that's somehow, uh, abhorrent to you. Okay. So uh, maybe the first thing you do is, um, just walk near the carrots, um, in your grocery store and bookend that with, uh, your therapist. Next thing you do is you'd, uh, go to your local church, stare at, with carrots in your pocket right. and then look at the picture of the, of the Christ. And then the next thing you do with the permission of your priest, go up on the altar and eat baby carrots. Right. Jesus. So for, for at least 15 minutes until your anxiety peaks and then falls back down. Anyways, it's, it's so great. Oh, you said that it was done. It was done. It was done and part of it was that like just immediate relief of like oh this is just this is oh, a yeah. thing this like it's just a fucking thought like that's what i learned in kind of behavioral therapy was like oh that's not a real thought that's something i'm making up 
because I feel black, you know, like you have to identify everything. But I definitely had OCD as a kid. I remember I used to, when I went to bed, I'd close the door, open the door, close the door, and then open it halfway. And I had all these fucking routines that I had to do. Otherwise, I was going to have a shitty day. It was like fucking, you know. No, no. But, it, yeah. And it's, it's fine therapy. if it's... It's fine if it's manageable. Like some people right. go, oh, I'm OCD. I right. you know, need to have, it's like, oh, well that can sometimes create beauty. But if it's keeping you from having relationships, like I, I have difficulty making eye contact with people right. uh, because I was a fear they could see that I was going to chop them up into chunks and bits. Right. As for sex with the chunks and bits, put the chunks <laughs> and bits on a cop salad, toss it in and feed it to the baby Jesus. Anyways, those are my fears. You may have different ones. Right. I hope, um, I hope it involves no, mine are something. Different. Mine are uh, more Jewish. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they're more like, you know, I'm going to fall or get in a car, like I'm driving and someone's going to come 8,000 miles in front of, and back of me and, you know, like all those kind of, you yeah. know, someone's going to drive on the wrong side of the road and bash it. Yeah, I, they're more and Jewy. I, the type of OCD I had was um, harm OCD, which is a fear of harming others. Right. So there's just so many types. There's I, scrupulosity where you're right. fear you're going to do something against that's immoral. Um, there's pedo OCD where you're fear you're a pedophile or a right. sex offender and you, but you know, you aren't. But you don't never act on any of these, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. A fear. yeah. It's irrational. But there's so much help for, for people out there. If you've ever had uh, those really traumatizing experiences, uh, go for help. OCD Foundation online. They have so many resources. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You're bit i guess it's a bit yeah about you're talking about suicide and veterans who kill themselves oh yeah is so fucking brilliant and funny that yeah. it's like i love the way your mind works uh i know yeah. i hate that i hate that you hate it but it's well, so you don't know how fucking great the art is that comes out of that fucking mouth oh great. thanks man oh that's like yeah i'm, I'm like, yeah, because I, I, I really, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm not in the military, but uh, it just seems like people are being failed all over the country, right. um, if not the world, with uh, mental health and health services. Right. Matter, but uh, for people who you know have agreed to risk their lives for the country, I know that they're not given treatment and support seems uh, the ultimate and bizarre. Um, and then are dying, uh, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, by suicide. Um, and by suicide, yeah. yes. Because that motherfucker. Well, that. well and, and that the, it's taboo in, you know, some ranks of the military to talk about having right. any mental health problems. Same as the police force. And it's like, right. oh, my God, these are, the, these are the people that need fucking, like, need a, not only college degrees, but, like, to have as much support, you know, as possible. Right. Or, or perhaps uh, at least be wearing a wedge heel and a long sweater right. sweater vest so that they're they're slowed down a bit, hobbled, right? Hobbled right. in their actions. It's true. Um, have you done eight, eight, nine specials? Eight, spe- nine. Oh, I don't think. Well, uh, I, I think I think it's more around five. Um, what are you talking about? It says like everywhere. It's like out here eight, on NPR. It said eight. Fuck them. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not clear. Okay, don't is, worry about it. I'm working on my new hour now, and that's all that matters. Uh, and I... <laughs> Have you heard my new hour? That's, that's my best shit. 
Do you think your parents, do you think they get you? I think they really get you. Do you? No, I mean, my, no, I'll do my stuff for my, my dad. And he'll be like, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not following you, but I, I appreciate what you're But they, you're but they accept do. it. It's yeah, like, I love totally the way, it. like yes. what you're special with that, just them in the audience. <laughs> They're just like, okay. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah. That is funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, but. Well, they that's are also our, paid yeah. 600 bucks a piece and that's American dollars. And oh, it was wow. non-union work, non-union. They did not get a share of the profits oh, wow. and that's on them. Right. They could have done some uh, negotiation. Has anyone in the business said to you, Maria, what do you fucking, you can't do that. You, no one's going to watch that. Have you? Usually don't hang around long enough for anybody right. to say anything to me. I mean, I think that's what shyness is a gift where you right. just go, oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't need to hear what anybody has. To. Right. Like when they talk about that at the uh, cellar, you know, the yeah. table where yeah. all the comics, I'm like, oh yeah, I'd avoid that. Like the plane. Right, right. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to hear anybody's feedback or right. ideas or. Uh, that's so great. And that's, <laughs> I think that keeps your stuff so pure and honest. Well, it's, yeah, it's also insular and uh, right. perhaps. Well, do you, uh, yeah. Or do you know how successful you are? Do you know? I, f- I do feel very successful. I feel like uh, I've made it a thousand times over. All I want to do was be on TV once. Uh, I've, I've been on TV and now TV is not even TV. It's right. a different thing. And I'm on that. So, wow. Do you pinch yourself or are you like, it um, is what it is? Like some, yeah, people just, would, some people would say, that's enough. This is, this is makes me happy. Um, you know. Yeah, but then you got to keep going. Right. Um, I mean, you don't have to keep going, but if I'm on meds, I, I'm probably going to yeah. keep going. Cause I, the, cause it does, you know, the, uh, um, as much as I complain about my sloth, I, I love the results of activity. Right. So, um, I, I keep making stuff even if, even if no one were interested, I, I do think I would find pleasure in my own, uh, joke. I just made it. Oh my God. I just laughed myself so hard the other day. What? Tell um, me. <laughs> um, I'd like everyone to bring me up the stage as a, uh, a seizure, a, a, a seizure survivor and with an announcement. Uh, that's something. Uh, I think that'll be bring the room to the right level of energy. <laughs> I can't, I love it. I think I would have been friends with you in high school. Um, you know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Your great-grandmother lived her whole life in the attic? Is that not, true? Not her whole life. She had six kids. She popped out six kids. Right. Then, she, I think she called it. And then, for whatever reason, it's very unclear why she didn't leave the attic, but she um, spent most of her life up there while the nanny took care of the kids. My grandfather then married the nanny. 
No. Probably a good choice. Was your uh, great-grandmother's the, uh, name Anne Frank? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anne Frank. Good night, folks. Um, good no, night. But, so wait, did she, was she up in the attic while he married the other one? Uh, yes, yes. I believe that's what happened. I, I don't think she had died yet. I think she had perhaps died to the world. But uh, yes, no, I think she was still alive. Wow. Can I do, I want to get the bell again. Isaac Beshevis Singer. Okay. Um, uh, let me, oh God, what is my favorite? Um, Kaim, Kaim Poltok. Kaim Poltok. God damn. What a great Kayim. novelist. Kaim, 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 Kaim. What is, Herzl? I just love. Herzl? Yeah. Herzl's a good one. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, before, I I mean, I could talk to you forever. The regrettable incident of the television placement is my favorite thing (laughs) in the whole world. So you had a huge fight. You started screaming. Oh my God. Did you just lose it? Your your husband brought in a TV. Yes. Yeah. And it was all going... Uh, perfectly well. Um, uh, I have to say, just add some information. It was 110 degrees. We had no power yet in our house, no air conditioning. Um, so we discussed this, where to put the television for about an hour. He left movers come. They say, where do you want it? I say on the fireplace. And that is not where we had agreed. Uh, he, um, gets home says, where is it? I say, Oh, oh no. And um, that's when he says something I think is uh, probably poor choice on his part was, um, can I not trust you to get anything done by yourself? Oh, oh uh, boy. and that's which, but that is the kind of thing right. that people say who love each other. Right. As you go, um, yeah, you break it down uh, to, are you a good person? Right. Right. And so then uh, things, uh, yeah, they did not go well from there. But we found out that it's also, the, this is, I believe, a Jewish couple, the Gottman therapy technique. Gottman's. Okay. Gottman's. Yes. Um, they teach you it's, that it's a part of the physical body. When you get into conflict with someone, your blood pressure rises, that you have to take 20 minutes of break. Otherwise, you will. You will say or do things that you regret right. if you don't uh, change the subject, splash water in your face, do right. anything to distract yourself from the current conflict. And so that's, yeah, then I wrote, that it's called saturation point uh, when your body gets to that point. So we, we, my husband and I wrote a song about it, and uh, which I can't remember the lyrics to now. You'll have to buy it. But it's iTunes. called The Unfortunate Incident. Unf- unfortunate Incident. The, <laughs> the television uh, placement. The regrettable incident. Of the regrettable. I love it. Yes, I fucking love it. I'm so happy that you have such a great husband. And I'm so sorry about your mother because I watched my mother deteriorate and it's just the fucking, it's so awful. Yep. Because you still know, like to me, like to my kids, she was like an old lady, you know what I mean? Like, oh, grandma. But I'm like, no, that she's not bad. No, no, no. She's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. She's, well, my mom is still having, um, your mom just had a very sexy dream about her old high school boyfriend and Jew, Roger Getz. I fucking love your mother. Your mother loves the Jews. And she married a doctor. 
you know? So there you go. What, what, so you're working on your new hour. I am so upset that Lady Dynamite isn't on. Oh, yes. It's okay, because I did not realize part of dreams coming true is that you find out what the dream actually is. Turns out it's 16 to 18 hours a day on a set uh, with only 10 hours of sleep in between. Right. Maybe enough for other people, not on antipsychotics. And uh, it's, it's exhausting. So I'm amazed about a house in cash. We bought a house in cash. Right. And uh, And it's all gravy. And I love my husband. I love him so much. He's driving. He's going to start driving across the country with our dogs um, because we're relocating here uh, for the next several months just to be here with my mama. Oh, I love that you get that time with her. Um, Okay. So I love you. I think you're the greatest. I always ask all of my guests. Now, usually I ask them about mental health. I always bring up mental health, but we don't have to because that's, you know. Oh, God. Come on. So I, you know, the name of the podcast is Kill Me Now because I... I get an, I get annoyed like that, like at everything. Like I ha- I'm like, oh my God. So I want to know what makes you so fucking pissed off. Like what pisses you the fuck off makes you crazy. Like it could be and it could be the smallest thing, but what fucking makes you crazy? Well, number one, death. Yeah. Sucks. I'm not I really hate it. And then um, yeah, I hate suffering, poverty. I mean the usuals. Right. Um, but uh, I think. I, I I think I can genuinely hate that. Um, I think that thing where people feel the need to share with the person how much they don't like them, like and that can be internet or it can be face to face. We've we've all done it. Um, right. We've all experienced it from the other side of um, somebody basically saying to. But yeah, I, I just don't. I wonder about that if there could be more uh, self editing. Uh, although maybe that's an art form as well. Right. Uh, being an, but a face-to-face I, critique. <laughs> can, I, can I hate Donald Trump? Oh, my God. Okay, yes. so um, as long as I, there's some people yeah. who are excluded from that. Yeah, and I hate I hate res- racism, sexism. Oh, God, I can't. Things. And I hate it within myself, too, because I know right. I've said some super... Uh, oh my god we all have and not realized how fucking insensitive it is and so you mentioned um that you get hate mail or you've gotten hate mail oh just yeah just the occasional i mean yeah it's not it's nothing it's not death threats all the time because i'm not putting myself out there with i mean i i'm obviously uh, left-leaning and politically. Right. And I've tried to make clear to all my fans, hey, if you're a fan of the goofball, please, please follow. I really feel like it's a genocide type situation here. But sometimes people don't read your tweets. Right. They keep following you. Yeah, I Mm. hear you. Mm. You are... I I lo- I just love you. I think you're so fucking talented and such a like a unique voice of our generation of comics. And I wish you only the. I would love to work. With, like if you ever do anything, I would. I'll be the fucking woman who was sitting in the back of the van and just oh not even saying anything. I I just think you're so fucking talented. Listen, um, you are the top. Well, first of all. Like Margaret Cho's special, I'm the one that I want. Yeah, um, we're the one that we want, and uh, yeah, that that's the great thing about comedy is you can cast yourself. 
Right. So um, you are at the top of my list. Yes. Um, Because you are in the cool group. You know, you do realize, oh my God, you're so in the cool hip group. But I think that changes every few seconds. Oh, please, Maria. Don't you realize you're one of the cool, like if we were in high school, I'd be like, oh, there's Maria. She's really fucking cool. Like you would be one of the cool people. Yes. I don't know. Well, I I appreciate, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. Yeah, take it. Take it. You're popular in my. Thank um, you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so where can everyone find you? Oh, I'm going to have a show called um, Help Me, Help You, Help Me, uh, September 26th. It is a Saturday on RushTicks, RushTicks.com, yes. where I, as a useless, relatively useless 50-year-old white woman, am going to give advice that's questionable because there's no health care out there. Why don't I take a shot at your problems? Right, that's great. And, um, and I'll do some stand-up as well. Oh, I can't. I'm going to um, watch. And hopefully get to meet some animals, uh, rabbits, right. uh, lizards. All are welcome. That's great. And, um, then uh, also I have an Audible original. I know! The 15th. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Sorry, I know I'm so <laughs> you are, it. It's called You Are a Comedy Special, which is how uh, to write a, how, how you're going to make your, in 15 simple steps, your own. Yes, an audible original. Nobody wants to do it, but sometimes you got to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. <laughs> I do it. Um, and your what's your Twitter and everything? Uh, Maria Bam at Maria Bam Foo, and then right. uh, Instagram Maria Bamford Comedy. I have a lot of videos up there. I'm also on. I YouTube. know I watch them. Bamford and uh, lots of uh, you have a classic web series. Right. Netflix got a couple of specials on what if you have never watched lady dynamite please watch lady dynamite watch all of your specials they're so fucking great i noticed the wine behind you oh that's my father's yes it looks good i know i hope i mean maybe he'd let me have a bottle but but what's his password well god i thought it was no thacker who um was a former neighbor of ours. Right. Then I tried their old address, 2418. Right. I am, you're, you're, I'm not, I'm stumped. Wow. Stumped. All right. Well, um, I hope you figure it out. Yeah. And if, you know, if not, um, maybe I could get 20 bucks off him. Yeah. That's, and a bottle of wine. And a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Maria. Thank you so much. You Thank are you. a gem. Thank this was like me. the greatest fucking, I've been dying to have you. I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. I feel so delighted. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you're the best. Thank you so much for listening to part two of Kill Me Now with Maria Bamford. I also want to say to Maria, I just send my deepest, deepest condolences to her on the loss of her mom, Marilyn. Um, it was such a pleasure having her on the podcast. And if you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. It helps more people find this incredibly amazing podcast. Five stars only, please. I have my kids criticize me all the time. I just need five stars. Thank you. Also, if you've not purchased my book, yes, I can say that. When They Come for the Comedians, We're All in Trouble. There's really something wrong with you. There really is. It's a great book. I'm going to read a new, oh, this is a very new 
rating on, on Amazon. This woman, I don't even know who it is. I don't even know if it's a woman. But anyway, you learn something new every day. I chose a five-star rating because the book was without flaw, dot, 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 to me. Judy kept the book on point and interesting throughout its entirety. I'm really glad I purchased this book because I learned certain things about comedians that I had no knowledge of. So there you go. It really is. It's great. And the audiobook was featured in New and Noteworthy in the New York Times Book Review. The audio people love the audiobook because I actually act out a lot of the comedians, even though I think I suck. But anyway, I really am proud of it and I would love for you to get it. And if you get the audiobook, lower the volume. <laughs> so there you go. It would mean so much to me if you'd check it out. All order links are on the homepage of my new website, judygold.com. Yes, I redid the website. Woo! Or wherever books are sold. So. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram for all upcoming virtual and live events and my thoughts and my nasty comments. Um, everything is at Judy Gold, at J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D, you know, like Jew Gold. Thank you so much for listening. Please be safe. Please wear a mask. Please vote. And as we always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. Hello. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.